I'm Sam Mitchell, and these are my stories. Hey, folks, have a good day, and let me first welcome you to Autism Rocks and Rolls. Now, before we begin, I mess up that I'm not a dark psychiatrist. If you're starting to diagnose with autism, please see a physician, at least based on my experiences. That's really right to the intro naturally. I found DanielBooking.com and MediaFireSound.com. I also have a mission to interview with all of you. The mission of Autism Rocks and Rolls is to take the stigma off of autism and other conditions that many are disabilities. People on spectrum are not broken and do not need to be fixed. Those have conditions or abilities are not to be pitting. There's nothing to be sorry about. I also have some people I like to thank. First, I want to thank my latest guest, Amber Lee Snyder. For the listener, C250, Game Back on the Horse by Amber Lee Snyder. But one inspiring story. Amber Lee, you're an inspiration for all the cowboys and cowgirls out there. Recently, my mother and I, and for the listener, C105, meet my mother, visited our friends, Georgia Franks and Sir Robbie Dates IU Adaptability Research Lab. We even ran to some ARAR pals there, and it was a great time. There are several connections I need to mention. First, we have Castori Henry from Cast Henry Incorporated. They are a privately held company with their primary location in the Chicago area, and they are operated by women and minorities. We have worked in banking, insurance broking, telecommunication, manufacturing, extraction, education, and healthcare, among other domestic and international industries. They take pleasure in taking the time to learn about your needs and offering workable solutions that, when integrated with one of our additional offerings, enable the implement of your strategy. We create strategically oriented, experimentally immersive online learning environments to guide students through a process of doing, learning, mastering, and coaching. We also have Pro Cuts Editing Service, which is run by Kenneth Davis. Pro Cuts Editing Services takes great pride in its unique approach to post-production videography. In addition to consulting, online research, and digital storage solutions, we provide expert video editing services, VH to DVD transfer services, video to DVD transfer services, MP4 digital video file conversions, multimedia, graphics, custom Blu-ray, DVD, authoring, replication, and duplication, streaming video, edit suit rentals, web design, and development, PowerPoint, and keynote slideshows, and other services. The amount of anxiety you have after production will go down if you work with our company, according to them. Next on the list is Pamela Cottom from Casals Financial Consulting. The goal is to deliver the highest quality service while maintaining a low fee structure as a mortgage loan originator. The final connection I have is How Money Works books produced by Dominique Pachicho. How Money Works addresses financial illiteracy, the world's largest economic problem, which is a major job for any book. You may help them by simply reading through one of them. You could hear from these people down the road. I also returned to the one-on-one speed networking event at MBX. I actually established some connections, which made this one fantastic. And finally, since the last episode, I have appeared on several podcasts. I was on the Kim Toss Resilience podcast with Kim Hayden, Uncle Dominic Sim Storytime with Dominic Sim, the Apprenticeship Diaries podcast with Amy Nicholas, How To Podcast Series podcast with Dave Campbell. What awesome podcast, everyone. So today's talking is something I know happens in the autism world because I've seen it and I know it's going to happen if you're have a child with autism that is zoning out zoning out though is needed because there's a stigma that we're not paying attention and if we do zone out it's dangerous well i'm not gonna lie to you you're partially right we're not paying attention but the dangerous part is incorrect what harm do i do if i zone out and safely hallucinate you also have to understand the hallucinations is what keeps me going it gives me the ability to actually function because if i didn't have these zoning out moments where the world was just pushing and pushing i couldn't do it i would be laying in bed 24 hours a day seven days a week it's the only idea that can make us think the world makes sense because let's be honest sometimes if you're on the spectrum the world doesn't make sense we don't understand why you can't lie to a little kid and tell him you didn't win a t-shirt so what do we do we go into a world that allows us to tell the truth and tell a kid you didn't win a shirt i'll even argue you didn't say it's in human nature because when humans get overwhelmed they respond out of two ways one they either run from the problem trying to escape. Two, they're like me and don't like to let go of a problem, so they'll squat and stop thinking about it for the day. Well, zoning out is my way of squatting, people.
Let me also ask too, what would you rather prefer? Us squatting or not being able to solve the problem and keep thinking about it to where it's driving you nuts? Because you'll at least get some quiet and we want to bring it up and bring it up around you for your sanity. Now the definition of zoning out is a time where someone does not think clearly and temporarily loses all sense of reality. Basically in retrospect, they're in their own little world. I think this needs to be mentioned because it's a safe place when we zone out. So I'm going to present another biology fact. If you're unlike me and you do choose one where you decide to run, what are you going to run to? Answer, you're going to run to somewhere where you feel safe. And here's the kicker though, you're going to be realistic too. So realistically, I could run to the creek right now that's close to my house. However, I can't run to Indianapolis and watch a wrestling match even though I feel like that's what I need at that moment or watch on TV because the TV's not working but it doesn't matter because I'm still going to get it as the Grinch said if I can't have one I'll make one instead that being said there needs to be a difference between you and the Grinch when the Grinch talked about making his dog max a deer I knew that wouldn't work out clearly I applaud his effort but it's not realistic you need to not be the Grinch and not think like that so maybe you need to go to a Nickelback concert but they're not in your town and you can't afford it if I can't have it I'm gonna make it by zoning out and pretending like I am at Nickelback concert, but I'm going to upgrade it with my other interests that I have. I'm creating my second home. Mostly do this to avoid becoming a volcano. So from previous episodes, you should know by now, most people on Spectrum come with anger issues for the listeners C212 flying off the handle. When we get so overwhelmed, I'm not going to lie, our first go-to response is anger while punching walls and, yes, bashing our head into doors. However, now looking back on I realize that wasn't the correct response because it offended people, and I don't really want to offend people. Plus, let me ask you a question for those on Spectrum who respond with anger. What would you rather prefer? You bowing in and being bitter for a little bit, or you taking the chance of getting a concussion? I know from a personal standpoint, I'd rather be bitter for a while than take the chance of having a concussion. Also, with bonding in, you're sheltered and all right. When you become the Tasmanian devil, no one's safe. Not only are you taking a risk to others, you're risking everybody around you. And I know at the end of the day, you don't want to harm anyone or injure a foot, but it could come to that and you don't mean to. So to avoid that, I would take the first one, just bottle it in and then be angry for a little bit because the anger feeling will not go away for a while but after you taking a couple of breaths i think you can let the steam roll and vent out for a while that's another reason why i would pick being bitter because if you do the second one and go tasmanian devil all the way you won't have the opportunity to vent it out it will just make the situation worse when we zone out there's a high chance that we will also be stemming so in jack's episode for listeners c203 playing around with jack mason golf for more information stated that when the children are relaxing, they also stem. And you're probably thinking, Sam, how does movement involve relaxing? That makes no sense. Well, in your world, probably not. But in my world, yes, it does. But to answer your question a little more thoughtfully and nicer, I would say that the reason why is because our body controls our brain. Our body becomes more active. It's a crazy response, I know, and it can be quite scary, but that's just the way it is. The zoning out can also lead to an autism shutdown. Autism shutdown is a person on the spectrum withdraws himself from Earth. And I'll tell you from personal experience, it is completely different from zoning out. And here's how. So you have conversation with Johnny. So Johnny's having a conversation with you when you're in a zone out. This is what the person on the spectrum is going to hear. 
Hey man, I had this really cool idea. Oh, I'm gonna go to B Dubs this Sunday. We wanna come. Oh, and then on Tuesday, I'm gonna see if I can go buy some new Jeep tires. We're in and out. But a shutdown, it's just dead. We are silent and it's They are hearing nothing that you're saying. The only thing they're doing is trying to pretend to listen so they don't sound like a complete rude person. According to Ambitious Autism, they gave an analogy I'd like to go more into. The analogy that they gave is like a computer trying to turn on, but it can't because there isn't enough power to do so. I agree with this analogy because like everyone, our metaphorical phones go dead. Because let's think about it. When you wake up in the morning, you wake up 100%. But, uh uh-oh, you slipped on a banana peel. That's going to lead your phone charge to go dead a little bit. You got dog poop on your shoe on accident. That leads your phone to go dead a little bit. You got reprimanded by your boss because you made a mistake. That leaves a little bit of your charge go down. Now you're in the low percentage and it's raining. So after so much, you're like, what the heck? I've had a bad day. You can go to sleep. Well, that's us. When we hit low percent on our phone, that's when we're about to have a shutdown or zone out because we can't handle that. I don't get how you people can handle low charges. I could do half charge, but not low charge. And if you're a person who snaps at half charge, I would reconsider your decision on that. Half charge is better than no charge. Now, clearly we want our phone to be fully charged. And I know naturally energy can lead the phone to go a little dead, but that's a separate phone. We could just charge it back up with energy, but we can't charge up frustration after frustration after frustration. I also need to mention that it is not the same as an autism burnout. For listener C209, exhausting the burnout for more information, but one can argue it is the same because we both feel upset, but I'm telling you, it is not the same. A burnout is they're sad because they can't have mac and cheese on Thanksgiving. They can't take the stand of mac and cheese, but they feel left out because everyone else is having mac and cheese. They're missing an action. Plus, the burnout is more of an ongoing state where it can last a little longer. But a shutdown is more where you're just very aggravated and frustrated because you got so much going on. On top of that, it's an immediate reaction that is short-lived. Everyone also needs to know that it is not the same as an external or internal meltdown. For a listener, C107, meltdown's autistic style. The difference is, if you ever heard the catchphrase, fight or flight, meltdowns are a fight response, but shutdowns, they're more of a flight response because they're scared. Meltdowns are more, they're so aggravated that the chemical imbalance makes them want to fight, even though in reality they don't want to. A shutdown is also not the same as stressing out because we can turn back time, time to the good old days when the mama sent us to sleep that we were stressed out. Oh, my bad. But anyway, in all seriousness, it's not the same because we actually hear you. The conversation I have with Johnny is audible. When there's a shutdown, it's inaudible. And for the most part, we can manage the stress, but we can't manage a fever of stress. But what's to me about zoning out and shutting down is they can happen in an instant. We can go from ha 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 smelling roses to the rose dying down like get away from me. That really occurs for two reasons. One is the environmental factors and two is mental health which I wish I could be more on with mental health but I really can't because as we know mental health is unexplainable. This is an unexplainable problem. Another way it can be described is we are in a trance I was watching a crime show the other day that just appeared to be on my TV. What I learned is after this person committed the crime, she was caught in a trance-like stage. The way she got is what we feel like during a shutdown. We're so overwhelmed that our brains are tangled in a spider web. 
and when our brain is tangled in a spider web, we're just trying to match what everyone else is doing and literally mask while also just trying to exist, man. So I'm just asking that you kindly think about that if you see someone with autism either zoning out or in the mind state of trance, maybe there's something else going on, which could be another mental health issue, but also could just be the autism trying to exist and not bring attention to the issue that is occurring in their minds. Also, you need to let us be in that trance because during the killer's trance, people can ask, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? Okay, don't do that. That's not helping. I would rather you just let's get over the trance stage on our own. People need to also understand that sometimes it is not zoning out. It can be other things. Some of the things that can be as well are overanalyzing. C108, thinking through for more information. We actually exhibit the same behaviors during us overanalyzing as we are shutting down. So how do you tell the difference? I'll tell you how. If it's a shutdown, that means our brain is asleep and covered up in a blanket. But if it's overanalyzing, we're wide awake and extra alert. Another reason could be is daydreaming. Everyone has daydream. That's part of the reason why I don't understand we get ridiculed for zoning out because it could be just a simple case where we're staring off in the classroom and we're daydreaming about being a cowboy or our celebrity crush. We're doing that just 24-7. Another thing could be is processing information. So I said we're just trying to exist. That's the same idea of what we're doing when we could be zoning out. We're just trying to process what I need to do this morning about getting breakfast, brushing teeth, putting on deodorant, making sure that I get to class on time. We're all trying to just carry this big bubble over our head. We get zoned out for it. It's our way of not dropping it or making the bubble pop. The final thing to me, and this one is just me maybe, is for fun thinking. So what I've learned about myself, and maybe on the people who have high-functioning autism do this, is when they are bored, they like to think for fun. Yes, I know, I could be doing other things, but that's something we do for fun. Well, it could be the same idea. We're actually thinking about something really silly in depth, such as why does peanut butter and jelly go well together? There are even stages of a shutdown zoning out. These are the stages in order. The first is the problem rises. So this is where the problem occurs and you stress out because it doesn't make sense to me how you can stress without a problem. The second is you become disorganized. This is where you start to learn that, oh, I don't know what to do and you seek help if you can. If not, you try your best to do it on yourself before it gets there. And if you don't get there, you go to stage three, which means entering your personal heaven's gate or aka your second home that I mentioned earlier. Then four is you zone out where you hear the in out, blah, 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 blah. Oh my goodness. You hear about the game, blah, 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 blah. Then stage five is the shutdown. This is where you are hearing nothing but the blah, 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 blah I mentioned earlier. Next step is you get organized. This is where you try to figure out what you do after you have maybe even panicked. That's what people need to realize too. When we're panicking, it's just us getting organized. Stage seven is review the solution. And how much time do we need to review it? As many times as we need to, to where it is stuck in our brain and the sticky note is sticking. Then next is stage eight. This is where we relax in our personal heaven's gate or relax in our second home. Because after we solve it, we're excited that we did, but we're tired. We just want to be like, can I just crash here so I don't have to deal with the world right now? I will say zoning out can be us practicing for our future skill in C205, find the blueprint. But zoning out might be the only way we feel that we can get the tasks accomplished and not leave. Which means we don't get up to eat. We don't get up to sleep. I know I've had to stay up and edit this podcast for all you pukes no i'm just kidding i don't mind doing it but in all seriousness i feel like i have to do it and not focus on what else is in front of me even though they're life necessities because it's the only way i know how when i leave i don't feel like it will but me doing it makes me think my brain can take a chill pill parents if it were me if the child is not speaking i would see if you could ask the child to give a signal when they are about to zone out or even shut down because i meant it earlier everyone on the spectrum is going to shut down even the ones that are non-speaking and just because they can't use 
words doesn't mean they should not excuse the fact that I need to tell my parents I'm about to shut down or about to zone out. So if it were me, I would see if we could get a cue. And the cue could be very simple, such as a pinky in the air or a certain noise. Once that goes down, it can go smooth sailing from there. I also need to tell the parents this, and I can't ask any more kindly than this. And that is, thou shall not be discouraged if someone with autism zones out. And that is the worst you can do. Because here's what's going to happen. If you do the discouragement, you're a threat. And we're not afraid to have our bombs explode by using a fight response. And on top of that, we're already feeling feisty because we're so agitated. It's not a good idea to make it more feisty by spraying catnip on us. Now, folks, we wrap back here and add from the Doug Flutie Jr. Autism Foundation. So let's get to it. At the Doug Flutie Autism Foundation in Massachusetts, people are receiving hope. The organization was established in 1998 by Doug Flutie, former quarterback for Boston College and the NFL, and his wife Lori in the memory of their son Dougie, who was diagnosed with autism at the age of three. The goal of the Flutie Foundation is to improve the quality of life for those with autism and their families. The biggest action they like to do is give grants and host their annual Stars on the Spectrum golf event. Our goal is to offer chances for physical and social activity outside of work or school, a path for education or employment during the day, and the resources needed to always feel safe, supported, and informed, the Doug Flutie Jr. Foundation says. Make sure to visit them on their website, www.flutiefoundation.org. That's www.flutiefoundation.org. Or follow them on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or even YouTube to see all the stars they have to offer. And you never know, you might be able to meet one of their stars if you are so kind they allow you to do so. Finally, if this was a testimony, this would be my testimony for the Doug Jr. Autism Foundation. All right, folks, right back. You might meet Doug Flutie there. You never know. Now, there are ways that someone on the spectrum will stem if they are zoning out. According to some general research and my knowledge, some of those are they will flap their hands. In this case, they're flying like birds when they get excited. This, in my opinion, should be acceptable because I understand it's a generational thing and it can make someone uncomfortable if someone flaps their arm, but it's not hurting anyone. So why are we causing harm? And look on the bright side. At least it's just us flying like birds instead of going around slapping people when we get excited and be like, woo, yeah. Another possible way we could stem is we're talking to ourselves. So this is where we're mumbling. I know what to do. I know what to do now. I, I got to do this. I got to do this. I gotta. And we do this, though, for a reason, believe it or not. We don't feel like we have to drag anyone else down with us because at the end of the day, you don't need to help us. This is our issue. So the way we feel as if we don't want to get anyone else involved is a talk to ourselves because sometimes saying it is better than thinking it. The final way we might stem is we will look into space. Ooh. I don't know why I did that. But anyway, looking into space translates not being on Earth. So when we are in Earth, we see lights, trees, squirrels, the outside. Well, when we're zoning out, we're not seeing that. We're seeing our interests in 3D without the 3D movie glasses. One big misconception is that when we zone out, what I know from personal experience I get is Dun, dun, dun. We are staring. That is not what we are trying to do. However, I do and do not get why pass me dramatic measures. Here's my statement why I do not, then do, and back to not get why. So I do not because I'm not that type of person. As my listeners have heard, I'm not a person who wants to cause harm. I'm not that type of person. The person I am is a nice guy who wants to give Christmas presents all the time, if I really could. When I'm accused of being harmful, I consider it, as Batista would say, a personal slap in the face. And unlike Batista, I'm not going to deal with it. I see it as disrespectful. That's playing the blame game 
on me. And I understand there are misunderstandings. It happens all the time. But come on. There's a humongous difference between misunderstanding someone and being disrespectful. I do understand, though, because there are crazy people out there. There are people who find pleasure in torturing people. And I guess when there's one bad apple, everyone's a bad apple. But do we really have to go there? Because if you confront us about it, it's just going to cause a lot of unnecessary drama that doesn't need to be dramatic because there are other ways. You can literally just walk away because they don't intend to follow you. Now, if there's following, whole new story. As on the spectrum, I would see why you want to go to the police, but there's no one following you. Yeah, just walk away. No big deal. And you can mind your own business because you're sticking your nose where it doesn't belong. And what would you rather have? Cause a scene or get our happy merry ways? There are also many reasons why we shut down Zone App. According to some general research and my experience, some of those reasons are anxiety and C109 autistic butterflies. But I think sometimes autism anxiety is worse than regular anxiety because autism anxiety is really an emotional hangover. The kicker is our anxiety stopped, but we still feel the after effects of the earthquake. We're not thinking about the problem. We're just exhausted. I don't get how you people can bounce back sometimes after you have anxiety. I really don't. I applaud you for doing it. I wish I had that skill. It's a skill I'm working on, man. Another reason why we might shut down Zona is our sensory issues. C-123 sensitive feelings more information. Because of our sensory issues being our kryptonite, it could feel so bad that we literally zone out. I can give a perfect example of this. If you've seen the movie Wizard of Oz, spoiler alert if you haven't, the bad witch melts. When she melts, she's like, oh, what a world, what a world. I don't know how you people handle wet shirts some days. Let me put it that way. Or it could be because of a busy time frame or there's just so much on your plate that your plate shatters. And I believe everybody's plate eventually shatters. I know I recently went through it. I had so much personal stuff going on. I probably won't say on this episode out of privacy, but my plate shattered and I lost it. However, I was able to get a new plate and start over after I had my defeating moment. So my point here is, is if your plate shatters and you feel you have to lay out your system, I totally hear that, but don't be stuck there. Clean up the plate that broke and pick up a new one and you can re-put the food on there. The final reason why it can be a medical reason or another condition. So as I've said before, autism, usually comes with fries so maybe they have epilepsy and they're shutting down because they're about to have a seizure or maybe they take medication that makes them shut down this time of a day i know i take a certain medicine that really makes me focus and shut down really can help but i need that medicines and if that's the case parents i kindly ask you to please understand that it's not in our control that we're shutting down i don't like the fact that i have to shut down during that time span but i gotta have that medicine or i'm a psychopath there are even triggers to show that we are zoning out or having to shut down according to some general research and my knowledge some of those are unresponsiveness this is when others attempt to speak with the child but he or she might not reply and or when you do talk we're hearing demon sounds like rawr, 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 rawr. get your butt move on it's very slow can we help that we hear it no i don't even know why i hear it but because of that sound it even kind of leads me to shut down another trigger is there's no movement or voice alternatively this is where the person's body can become motionless like mr freeze blasting me with his freeze gun i know i say earlier the body becomes our brain but the body can turn a 180 and hit the off switch as well another trigger is they might want to self-isolate they don't want to deal with the world or anything around them to them there's one person on earth and that is themselves only they want to as citizen soldiers song said just leave me lonely i beg you let me isolate oh sorry i got excited but we don't want to deal with anyone and sometimes we need to reflect on how we're going to handle it by ourselves help is great but help is sometimes not useful another trigger is we cannot form thoughts 
in our brain, the only thing that's in our mind is the task at hand or the thought in our head. It's the only ball that is rolling down the bowling lane. And we're supposed to have one ball, but in our brain, we need multiple balls to roll down so that it can flow very smoothly. If a ball gets stuck, it ain't going to be very smooth. Final trigger is we're doing our medicine more. So each person has the personal Heaven's Gates, as I said earlier. So maybe their medicine is bowling. That's their special interest. And they go to the bowling lane. Maybe it's cooking and they like to cook meals when they're stressed. Maybe for one of my guests, Adrian Nassim, and see 2435 bloom with Adrian Nassim, hers is going to the pool. Maybe she goes to the pool more often. We're doing our medicine more than we usually do. Maybe that could be taking a rescue drug too. Or it could be a chore, which I don't see how it could be a chore if that's your hobby. But hey, that's you, whatever. However, mine is definitely not a chore. Mine is music therapy. So if I do music therapy more, that's a cue that I'm zoning out and need to be in multiple ACDC concerts metaphorically. There is a bigger reason that deserves a category on its own, and that is dun, 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 the conversation C1115 conversation operation or the communication C227 effective communication in the conversation is too much. So when I believe we're doing conversations for the spectrum, they're stepping outside their comfort zone. But I think we could take too big of a step and we fall off the cliff. But the sad part is, when we don't know what to do, we'd rather just jump off the cliff ourselves because we see that it's not going well, so we zone out or shut down by just not even dealing with it. What's really cool, too, is in our brains, you can fall off the cliff and then keep climbing back up. Isn't that really cool? What I'm trying to get across here is we have multiple shutdowns and then be fine. You get used to falling off the cliff, and you can still keep coming back up, and the climb will be so much easier each time. All right, folks, we'll be right back. We're here on app from Rock 96.1 Radio Station, so let's get to it. Do you want to thank 96.1 The Query, especially David and Dan Hayes, for being a gold sponsor for our Summerfest. 96.1 residents in Bloomington, Indiana, and like Autism Rocks and Rolls, they rock and roll too. Visit their website at rock961fm.com to hear them out. And when they're on the station, be sure to listen to them live on their website or catch them on the radio in your car. If you like KISS, Queen, 80s Rock, or ZZ Top, I think you have found your station. 96.1 also supports our adventurers, so you should support them too. Visit 96.1. Yeah! All right, folks, we're back. You'll definitely rock out to this radio station. Parents, there is a way you can help us out, and that is with two simple concepts. That concept is to be there and quiet, because at that moment, we don't need any talk. People say, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. And I know that is compassion or empathy for listeners c230 by k for more information but at that moment i don't need empathy i need compassion i just need emotional support so if that can be provided that'd be wonderful to those on the spectrum there are some ways that you can help yourself according to some general research and my thoughts some are sleep it off it has been scientifically proven that naps can really help yourself gives you more brain juice you might wake up with a fresher perspective i'm not asking to be sleeping beauty and sleep 24 hours in a day but a five hour nap to just take a breather from the situation? Sure, why not? Also, you can remember that it is not forever. My mother used to ask the men in, in the immediate family, which is me including, are you going to remember this in five years? And you know, our answer was no. So why get mad something you won't remember in 2027? Another idea you can use, you can assert boundaries. So when we're having a shutdown, zoning out, I like to believe it is our moment where we can make the reasonable rules. A rule I'm not going to make is go drink rat poisoning. But the rule is you have 20 minutes to help me because that's all I can take. I see that as fair and rational. But another one is some people on spectrum when they're having this shutdown or zoning out, they don't like to be touched at all. Because the feeling of getting touched during a shutdown is not pretty. We're feeling everything. So now I have to feel your skin. Not a good time, buddy. 
even though it's not a good time, I do respect the fact that you care and want to help. It's just patting me on the back might not be the best thing to do at that time frame. The next idea I have you can help yourself is to run, or as Bray Wyatt would say it, run. Because I know I stated earlier that when they do option one, which is trying to escape from the issue, they're going to go somewhere. Well, on the rare occasion, they may not be going anywhere. They may run like Forrest Gump. Anywhere is better than being in that situation. And if you need to escape because it's better for your mental health, hey, I'm the last guy who's going to stop you from running like the wind. The final idea you can use, you can find a safe space. Now, mostly the person with autism has two safe spaces. One, it is their personal heaven's gate or the paradise I was talking about previously. Or two, is going to be a place where you can lie down and be alone or with someone you trust. Ideally, it should be also a sensory friendly space. Now, instead of telling you what's happening in our minds during a shutdown, I'd rather show you to See, look at the first video below where WWE Superstar and for the listeners C-154 to 157, the WWE Specials, Roman Reigns is trash talking, but it's also demonstrating what's occurring in our heads during us shutting down. To conclude, zoning out and shutting down is the only solution that we know to make everyone feel secure about us. I know it sounds scary, but we are not, so why are you? You're the only one that's making it sound frightening. The intent is not to stare at anyone or cause anyone harm. If you still cannot understand, I apologize, but it's who we are. However, if you can understand that it might be beyond our control, then thank you. Your understanding of why we do this is so appreciated. Well, folks, I think I'll be all for us today. I hope you learned something about zoning out and shutting down. I want you right now to go help someone who is on the autism spectrum that is in the midst of a shutdown or is about ready to just completely zone out. Thanks for joining me for this episode. Please tune in for another episode coming very soon. Hope you enjoyed listening to me ramble. Thank you very much.